Citizen J. And you're now locked into Respect, Respect the, the Journey. So another Thursday upon us, my right. brother. Two times for the two, two times. Two times for the two times. You know how we do. Look, and you know we very transparent here on the show. Word. We like to um, hold you know, no punches. Shit, shit everything that tell, going tell no lies. So right now, <laughs> me and Model Citizen J right now is a little out of breath. Um, Definitely was. So today it's a beautiful day out here in Greensboro. Word. We, okay. was, out here, we was out here jogging. Now we'll tell you right now, <laughs> coming from Durham and then Switching over to Greensboro is night and day. Depends okay. on what, what part you're in. Okay. All right. So first thing you get when you come down Elm Street right now with a studio is that. Seems a little bit more like um it's a mix of, of like a downtown feel, but it still gives you like that that country feel to it, right? So you get a lot of parks out here, a lot of nice little green greenery, tree scenery, grass and all that. So I said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna bring the family out here with me today. I'm gonna let y'all parlay over okay. um, at the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna tell you what park because you know there's crazy people out here. So I'm gonna let them know they just at the park. At the park having a good time. I'm gonna drop y'all, y'all have fun. Me and Jay gonna do the show and then we meet up with y'all after the show is over. Okay? Um, so I get to the front of the studio, I park, get a nice front door spot. The, the right? VIP. VIP like we normally okay. do because we know what time to get here. Exactly. And wifey goes, Oh, you're not gonna drop us at the park. So I'm like, well, I was just gonna give you the directions of where to go because it's like right. a, it's like the a one minute and a half away, the one right down did. the block. Bang, and you good. good. Just drop me so I can get upstairs, set my one two up because you know, even though you know, jazz makes us look beautiful up here exactly. at the show. There's still things we want to situate for ourselves. On, right, on get situated, as, get settled, yeah, feel we, right. What we want to do, we want to act like we know what we're doing at this point. Twenty shows in, you know, right? How many shows in? Twenty shows in. Oh man, twenty shows. Two in. times for shout two out, times. Shout out, twenty shows in. And, he, and like, yeah, we only make the 20 shows. Jazz don't have us sound right on the other 19. So. Facts. Um, anyway, back to the story. So I was like, you know what? We got about 20, 25 minutes. I think I can pull this off because, you know, we're from New York. We know how to drive and navigate you know? through these streets. So I get to the park. I say, look, the fountain and stuff is over there. Then you got the playground over there for the kids to run around. They got a little lawn, a little, little Central Park vibe over there. They can just run around and just, you know, use all their energy, a little zen moment, you know, Listen, if your just, mom want to do. Just relax. The exactly. kids bug out and you cool out. So I peel off and she's like, well, where you going? I said, well, I'm going back to the studio. And then y'all take the car and y'all come back. I was just showing you how to get here. It's right around the corner. She's like, nah, drop us and then go back, right? So now I got to bust a Yui to go back mm. over there to drop them, okay. right? Um, I stayed on Elm, but I said, look, just walk straight through the park. You'll see what I just showed you on the other side, and right. you start on this side. Now you can see the whole damn thing. And now you good. So at that point now, they get out the car. AOT, hey, you good? You good? I peel off. You know, I don't want to spill off, make sure they still trying to pull stuff out the car. Right. Get back down here. Park spot gone. No bueno. Should have known better. Of course, you know how I go. I peel around the corner. Faster than the New York Minute. Look, peel around the corner, guess who I see? Model Citizen J. We both busting U-turns. Now. Trying to find parking right now. Now, before we find the parking, I got to let you know how my day was. Mm. So, you know, work was great today. Everything was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Thursday is my Friday at work. Okay. Okay? I don't have to go back till Monday. So, you know, we all happy at work. 
So I'm like, I bet I get to do my one twos, you know what I'm saying? I get to get up out of here real quick, slide to the crib real fast. Let me know, get something to eat, because you know what happens if I don't eat. I get hungry, all right? So I go out well, there. Well, you get different. Yeah. Hungry is what everybody else gets. No, you ain't heard, you the, get way, you ain't heard the way I said I said I get hungry. No, nah, you got you got through the A and you get hangry. I get angry? It's hungry yeah. and angry. All right, so yeah. Both. All right, I do. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> so I go home, right? So I'm thinking like, all right, cool. I can get something to eat. I can make me a sandwich. Or I'm going to run outside and grab something real fast. I come home. My dog left a nice surprise on the carpet for me. Mm, on the carpet. On the carpet. All right. So I had to clean that up real fast. Good luck. That, good luck, my... Yeah, all right. It's good luck. He going to stay with you then for that good luck. Oh, then. nah. Remember, okay. we got Max there. I see that every day. <laughs> so, be so, lucky. You just got it today. If, if that's not a normal for him, we get it every oh, day. Nah, it's not a normal I for had him. to risk what he's doing to the wall in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'd rather that than what he does in the living room every damn day. Wow. So, so I go up to clean up the mess. After I finally finish cleaning up the mess, deodorize and sanitize and making sure the carpet smells good and fresh. I, look I have at, a lady come over. I look at what time it is and I'm like, oh, I got to bust a move real quick. I don't have time to eat. Maybe if I leave now, I can stop at Miss Winters. I can stop at Burger King. I can kick something real fast. Mm-hmm. I get there. I'm driving down here. Yo, I must deal with all the idiots drivers in Greensboro today. Mm-hmm. I got people cutting me off. People want to drive slow in they front of me. from New York. Yeah, might be, but I doubt it. <laughs> as far as the cutoff people, because, you know, we cut off people in a minute. Yeah, but you ain't moving fast we cut off. We cut off with signals, though. You Sometimes. know what I'm saying? These people just sliding right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? Got me tight. Missed a couple of lights. So I realized I don't have enough time to get something to eat. So I'm like, all right, cool. Life is good. You know, I knew I normally get the VIP parking in front of the uh in front of the station. Mm-hmm. I won't be mad. I pull up. I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you extra mad. Everything was filled up. I'm gonna make you extra mad. What's up? Because when we pulled up, there was actually two spots. See, you shouldn't have told me that. There was my spot that I was in. Right. And then her mom was here too. Her car is another spot. Wow. So her car was still sitting there. My car was not moving. So we had two spots, and it had this been a normal day like wow. we do every week. We would have had, had our VIP spots right up in the front. So, as my brother B. Dollar said, <laughs> we realized we ain't seen no parking spots in front. So I had to go around the corner. I made the U turn. As I'm making the U turn, I see my brother. He's pulling up. I'm like, yo, fam, I thought that was you on the corner parked already. He said, nah, man. Nah, I mean. So, luckily, you know, we had to bust a few lefts and one right, you know. We made we, it. We made it happen. We made it. You know, we had to run up these steps and stuff like it was rocky and everything. So, we uh, we here, man. It's we part here, of the journey, we here, man. baby, man. Shout out to the family. I'm glad they can come out, you know, enjoy the day. Word. Because sometimes when I leave, you know, when you have one car at the crib, you know, they're, they're, they're subject to stand in the crib until I come back. Right. So I'm like, look, just come with me. I can get outside. I can spend some energy Parlay. with the kids or whatever the case is. It's a nice park. Um, yes. So, yeah, I need to check it out. So, it's a two for one. A two for. A two for. Okay. Uh, well, three for today. Because not only the family get to enjoy that, we get to come here and do what we do, but we got the interns back in the building. Yes. The young scrappers from Team Journey. Listen. Shorty Audie, young J Money. And you know what's funny? While they was gone, you know I had like mad snacks for them. Yeah. And the, the interns wasn't here, so I had to it's eat over all now. that candy. It's over now. My bad. I'm going to put you on the spot. I do tell Jay to come every week and he be like, nah, I don't, I don't really want so, mm. see what you miss out on when you don't just... Yo, and I'm talking about I had Krispy Kremes, I had Skittles, I had Twizzlers. Yo, I had it. Everything we don't need, but he had it. Yeah, I was living. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, we in the building. Team Journey you know here. It. You know how we do. Exactly. Um, Thursday is new. Friday, as we like to say here on the show, we like to think of ourselves as gearing y'all up for the weekend. Pre-game. Um, you already know Jasmine got the juice tomorrow, Friday, 5 to 7. Flavors. So, so we feel like we on deck and we you know, we start the thing off for her to, to bring it home tomorrow. But shout out to Jazz as uh, I was able to tune in. I saw you rocking on Wednesday. Yes. Um, 
that was fine. Now, just so that I look, last time I had information that was correct but wasn't correct, <laughs> but it was correct. So I need to know, like, is this a regular occurrence now that we get blessed two times during the week, uh, Hump Day and Friday, where Jasmine okay. got the juice? Not Hump Day, not Hump Day. <laughs> so um, what I was doing yet actually was pre-recording my show mm. for tomorrow because I'll be in New York tomorrow. Ah, uh, you going so, back home? Yeah, I'm going to New York for the weekend. Okay. I have a baby shower and I'm going to pick up Little Man. So I was pre-recording Shout my out show. To the king. Yeah, I was pre-recording my show, but I wanted to go live on Facebook. So you guys can catch that show tomorrow on air from 5 to 7 p.m. Shout out to Big Kiko and King Nova from New York. You know, New York always come through and show love. So, sure. Yes. Yeah. All right, so it was good to ask. Exactly. Just to get that straight, because yeah, I would have been out here was. talking about, yeah, check out Wednesday and Friday and been <laughs> all way wrong listen, again. Listen, people would have been up there on the website would've looking. Would have been tight. Like, yeah, where Jasmine Would have blame me. Where did you? Who's looking for the juice? You know how the internet coalition is right now, and I know Juice got her, got her crew. Listen. And like, look, I thought you told me. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I, think, I think Jasmine Juice crew, I think they're just as strong as the Beehive. Look, 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 Jazz, I, let me ask you right get, now. Do you have a name for your crew of supporters? No. I, look, no. I, I, I said I was kind of feeling that Juice Crew just now, like he just said. Look, give us a little healthy connotation with that. You, you know it. Little well, Juice yeah, no, Crew. No, I, I don't. I, I didn't think about that. They got I, mean, work on I that just now. call it Taylor Gang, honestly. I'm with that. Hey, I'm with that. Yeah, I just call it Taylor Gang. Just say, look, you probably But, I mean, you obviously, hashtags. it's not original, but. It's not. I'm a part of the team. That's how shout the Wiz. Listen, so, right. So okay. He, he high half the time. He won't right, even know. He won't so. even know. He won't, he won't realize <laughs> But nah, I don't, I really don't have to. We got to think about that. You're moving out here. You got hashtags and whatnot. You need to, you got, you got to get a name for the crew. That's it. Come yes. on. Y'all be out here shaking and baking. That's it. Thank you, thank you. See how crazy Beehive Crew gets. So you know, yeah. you know, Jasmine's, you know, Jasmine's team got that flavor like thank that. Oh, they're gonna, they gonna be deep in the streets. <laughs> Much love to y'all. Y'all doing y'all thing too. Look, we trying out here. We trying. We trying. Uh, so. As we keep it flowing, I know how we do, RTJ in the building. Yes. Which, my brother, would you mind letting the people know what the journey stands for? Oh, but of course. Journey stands for joining others under righteousness, nobility, and equality. And that's what we're about here. We're all about yeah. inclusion, bringing everybody together. Spread love, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's too hot outside for Word. hate and, 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 and disrespect. You know what well, you I mean? say? You got you to gotta give love to get love, that's right? That's how you go. That's right. how you go. And then when you come, you better come correct, because we will give it right back to you. Oh, yes. Listen, that. energy will be reciprocated look, tenfold. Look, we all about a good time up here, but exactly. we, from, we, from, we from New York. I'm from the, I'm from the state. Look, not many people can say we from New York, and you really understand what that means. Mm. So you can tell. Look, y'all looking at me right now. Y'all can tell what that means when I say it. So, so what we're going to do, um, yes. as we normally do, we like to um, just give a little bit of information about us. You know, certain ways we may have some new listeners that's never been a part of what's going on here at the show. So thank y'all for joining us. Um, and for the main that have been riding out all 20 episodes right now. Yeah, we shout love out y'all, y'all and appreciate y'all for real. To the Journey fam. You know it. Journey fam in the building. Um, so where you can reach out to us respectively on our personal pages, um, B Dollar, the CEO. Model Citizen J underscore. All right. We also shout out to the youngers in the building. Like I said, J Money's in the building. Shorty Audi in the building representing yes. that Team Journey. Team Journey. So you can follow everything they got going on on Instagram at Team Journey. Yes. Journey spelled J-O-U-R-N-E. Okay. Um, and then first and foremost, the baby of everything that we do, our launching of our first uh, yes. business venture together. Um Respect the Journey Inc., which is our nonprofit organization. Yes. Uh, which we are mentoring the youth in the communities. 
um, utilizing basketball as the foundation and the toolage for everything life that we are teaching, just showing how they coexist. Um, but do know, rest assured, that it's not just about sports with us. Um, it is about just teaching us how to be great citizens all around, model citizens, if you will, um, and just teaching them how to how to live the right way, how to move the right way out here to get the respect that we deserve um, yes. as an African-American culture, uh, but as a people in general. If you're moving right, that's all we ask for out Listen, here, no matter what move, the race move is. Move right, live right, act right. At the end of the day. So um, everything that's going on with the nonprofit, whether it be events that we're holding, um, engagements that we'll be a part of, uh, fundraisers, just anything we got going on with that, uh, Respect the Journey, Inc. Inc. You can yes. follow that on Instagram. And last but not least, of you course, y'all already know we got the merch popping off. That top um, flight gear. Everything that's got to do with this show in particular as well. Um, RTJ, the, the brand. brand. Please hit that up. Again, don't get confused. RTJ, the brand, and Respect the Journey, Inc. are two separate entities. Um, so we don't want y'all out here thinking, you got two bros up here trying to be shady because we no, know how that's going around we nowadays. Don't, we don't live that way. But man. we don't live that way. Um, and in everything we do with RTJ, the brand, trust and believe those funds and anything that we get in, 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 in regards to that, that all circles right back to the nonprofit because everything we're doing, it's just so we can continue to support the kids like we want to do. Yes, it's for taking the them, Taking them on events, trips, you know, things with the basketball as far as like the tournaments, the jerseys, things of that nature. So it all just recycles within the same juncture of what we're doing. So. And last but not least, we want all of you guys to follow us on our Facebook group page yeah. at Respect the Journey on 105.1 Live. You know, this way you can stay up to date on all the topics that we have coming up. You can see when we have contests. And you get your name shouted out if you become one of our winners. Yeah. If you comment on one of our posts, listen, there's a very good chance that your comment will be read live on air. Yes, sir. And of course, you already know, you can follow everything that's going on in the station with not just us, but the whole entire family here Squad. at the show. www.1051live.com. You know it. Hit the website. Tune into the shows. Find out. Who's gracing these mics up here every week? Put a face to the voice to find out what's going on. Word. Um, listen to your favorite show, stream us, whatever the case may be. All information for what's going down here is on the website. Yeah, tap in, So family. do tap into that. Word. Um, so without further ado, we're going to kick right into the show as we always do. Uh, we have a segment called Giving Roses, which we sit there and try to find particular people out there in the world that we normally don't hear about. Um, and find out the contributions that they've done in the world. Um, as an African-American uh, representative <laughs> of our culture, there's a lot of great things that we have done in life uh, that we don't normally hear about or other people just quite frankly take credit for when we know where it started. Word. All right. So here on the show, we are not going to shy away from that. We are not going to sugarcoat it and we are not going to brush it under the rug. Okay. We're going to shout you out. Whether living or whether on the other side of the universe, we're going to give you your just due. Let the people know what you did, that you did the damn thing. We are grateful for what you did. And we're going to give you your we shine. We appreciate it. That's all. Uh, so we used to call uh, we used to call the segment Impactful People, impactful of, the people week, of the Week. But now we just, we're giving roses. Now we're giving roses we're to giving our roses. Impactful People we're of the Week. Roses. Now don't get it wrong. It can be somebody that you do know, you know? The, the regular Joe Schmoes that we hear about every day, there's nothing wrong with that. Because look, there might be some people that just don't know about them either. Yes. But- you know, we try to do our due diligence and find some people you normally wouldn't hear about. Right so, um, we're going to kick that off. If you don't mind, if you got yours ready to go, well, I'll let you set us off, my brother. I'm going to do I'm going to bring one back. I'm going to bring one back that we did uh that I did a while ago. Okay. It's just fitting right now because now we're in the summer uh, we're in the summer season. Okay. Everybody's outside having fun with water guns. 
Mm. You know who I'm about to give okay. some love we again big, to. We had a big, big water fight the other day in front of the crib. Oh, yeah, I did? We did. T, right. T went to the dollar store. Right. Bought a boatload of guns and then the kids was out there just wilding. It felt real. Love. Felt, I'm telling you right now, it felt real good. Love. I'm telling you that right That's now. what's up. So, this week, I'm giving love to my man, Lonnie George George Johnson. Okay. Now, some of you guys may not know who Lonnie is, but I'm going to tell you who he is. That brother right there invented the Super Soaker. Okay, I touched based on him a little while ago, a few months ago, because I was highlighting it because the summer was coming. And I was like, listen, we all going to have our super soakers out here this summer. We all going to have fun, but we wouldn't have none of these treats or these festivities if it wasn't for a, for a brother. So, Mr. Lonnie, Lonnie uh, George Johnson, born October 6, 1949, is an inventor, aerospace engineer and entrepreneur. He, uh, his work includes work for the U.S. Air Force. He had a 12-year stint with NASA, and he worked at the uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, okay? But for me, again, I'm bringing it back to in 1990. My man was in the lab creating stuff. He was getting busy, and he was like, you know what? I guess the kids are not having fun. Mm -hmm. They're looking kind of bored outside. The, new, the, water guns that, the water guns that I had, you take two pumps, all the water falls out through the trigger part. It's not fun. The trajectory is not that far. I'm a scientist. I work for NASA. I'm going to use my skill set to go out here and do something great. And Mr. Lonnie Johnson decided to make a water gun. And when he made that super soaker, I want to say it revolutionized the game. Because mm -hmm. before you had to take three three squirts, go refill up. Mm -hmm. And by then, you know what I'm saying? If you had an older brother, he's probably hitting you with the bucket. Okay? At that point. But there's one more invention that Lonnie needs to get credit for. Okay? Mr. Johnson also made the Nerf gun. Mm. Okay? So a lot of people overlooked that, and we done had a million Nerf gun, a Nerf battles, okay? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you make sure every time you load up your Nerf gun and you running around the house trying to play ninja and jumping over furniture and stuff like that, just toss one in the air and say, thank you, Lonnie. Shout to God out. We want to, we want to give you some love, <laughs> okay? So Lonnie is still living, he is still breathing, so we want to give him his roses while he's, while he's out here right now. If you know Mr. Johnson, just let him know that here at Respect the Journey and the children across the world appreciate him and value him for yes, his sir. time and, and service and you just hit us with a twofer yeah twofer. You, hit us with a twofer. you know it's thursday you got you, you know what i'm saying you well, set you it know, off man you know, you know what we're gonna do we're gonna try to implement from now on what's up each day we're gonna try to find a word of the day and we're gonna try to find a spot where we can implement that word throughout the show gotcha but that twofer is ringing off today twofer there it is. Off. thank you for that sir um, so for me this week, uh, I'm taking it back to the, to the courts. I'm taking it back to the, to, mm. to, the, to the sport I love. Going um, to the blacktop. I'm going to the blacktop. Um, so the other day, let me let me see, young 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 king. You asked the other day, who invented the game of basketball? Do you remember what that name was? No, I don't. But I know it's so essential to something like 18 or 17 something. You're trying to give us the year. Is that? Well, for those that don't know, it right. was James Naismith. Okay, you got partial of the last name. Um, so, like we know, like I said, we we love basketball. We hold love that it. near and dear. Shout out to your Phoenix Suns. Can I throw that in here? Right yeah, you know, two, um, we up 2-0. Near and dear to our two zero one zero. They just had the first game. It's one zero. Two. When did y'all play the first game? Two. We played um on the weekend. We two zero. I got double back that. We two zero. Chris Paul comes back game three. We about to be three zero now. I thought I could have swore. Whatever the case is, shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Shout Sons out to the Suns. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I wanted to dig um, last night and say, yo, who was the first African-American 
to pull up into the NBA. Mm. So I wanted to research that and find out who that was. So let me see, my brother. Yep, two zero. You're right. You know, I, I, I don't yeah. even remember what the first goal of the first game. It don't was. even matter. We won. All right, that's good enough. <laughs> so um, this one goes out to Mr. Earl Lloyd. He was the first black player in the NBA. Okay, mm. Mr. Earl Lloyd was born October 31st, 1950. No, I'm sorry, that wasn't the. I'm sorry, October 31st, 1950. He was 21 years old when he became the first player uh, okay. to be a part of the NBA. Okay, um, he took the court in the season opener for the Washington Capitals. Mm. All right, uh, Mr. Lloyd grew up in Jim Crow, Virginia, and went to West Virginia State where he was the star of the school's championship basketball team. He didn't know. This is this is, this is is what's ill about it. So he was drafted into the NBA and didn't even know wow. that he got drafted. Okay? So he didn't know he'd been drafted by the NBA. So he got he, a job and didn't even know he had a job. He didn't even know he had a job. <laughs> or probably was getting ready to go to his regular job. Didn't even <laughs> know he had a better job. Um, but he didn't know he had been drafted by the NBA until he ran into a friend on campus who told him that she'd heard a rumor that he'd be moving to Washington. So he over there doing his one-two at school. Didn't even know. Yeah, you got drafted. You about to be out to Washington in a little while. Nice. That's crazy though. That's wild right um, there. He turned out. It turned out that the Capitals had picked him in the ninth round of the draft, which I don't even think we have nine rounds anymore. No, I think we do. With just you I know, thought we, it was like two, and then everything just, else is just like combine. Yeah, that's it. We don't watch it. Okay. Oh, that's it. No, there's still I more rounds. I never heard about that. I, uh, I know is, the NFL got like a hundred rounds in they draft. Yeah. Um, they got like a that's million crazy. players. Uh, but nine, he was he was uh, drafted in the ninth round. Um, two other black play, players joined the NBA that season as well. Um, the Celtics drafted Chuck Cooper in the second round, and my New York Knicks um, drafted Nate Sweetwater Clifton uh, from the Harlem Globetrotters. But what was interesting about that was that the Knicks and the Celtics they didn't start their seasons at the same time. So he was actually um, the first initial player to actually okay. step foot on an step NBA on. court because those other teams weren't playing yet. They started they started back in a little bit later in, in November. Yeah, that's interesting. So he technically that's Wait, what made so him. So teams made up their own schedules when they wanted to start back look, then. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, interesting. He thought joining an all-white team was going to be intimidating. Um, Lord remember, but his teammates, most of them who had already been a part of integrated teams back in college. Um, they were they were welcoming right away out the gate, um, but that's not to say what he had to endure uh, with some of the fans because obviously we know around that time that was still not accepted, you know, for black players, white players yeah, yeah. to be accepted on the same same level. Um, even even to uh, some degree today. Yeah, even still. Um, but nonetheless, um, accepted by the teammates, which I what, what I would assume would be a lot helpful, opposed oh, yeah. to you know standing on the island by yourself. Um, dealing with the hatred from your teammates and then also from the fans as well that you're actually out here trying to win a game for us so why are you going to hate on me uh, but nonetheless that made it a little bit easier even though he still had to overcome some of that that racial tension back in that time um, after seven games with the capitals lloyd was drafted into the military and sent for two years in korea that's crazy i'm playing in the nba and i still get drafted to go to war i mean Dang. yeah um, when he returned to the United States, the Capitals had gone out of business and so now I done lost my job. Okay. Um, and so he went to play for the Syracuse Nationals, who would later be known as Cuse. the choking Philadelphia 76ers. Shout out to Cuse. Yeah. Um, he wrapped up his nine, nine season career in Detroit. After he retired from playing, he stayed in the Motor City, serving as a scout and then as an assistant coach for the Pistons. In 1970, he became the first full-time black head coach in the league. 
He coached the Detroit team for a year and then went on to work for the city in the police department and as a school administrator. He was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2003, and he ultimately passed in 2015. Wow. Um, but nonetheless, there was a lot of firsts. Like we said, first black player to step foot on an NBA court. Listen, that man did a lot right there. First first full-time um, African-American head coach. Yeah. Um, went into the military, <laughs> went into the police department, a school administrator. Like, um, so, man, salute to him, man. That, that, that was dope to, to, to get all this information here. Like I said, this is something I never knew about, okay? And we're talking about me loving basketball since, like, the age of, like, three, four years old. Um, and really wanting to know the history behind a lot of firsts. And we all know how big it was for Jackie Robinson, you know, in terms of, of yes. baseball and what that did. Um, Earl Lloyd is someone I've never heard of before. Never in my until life. Until now. And to find out the things that he did, um, that's super dope. So, Earl Lloyd, even though we know you're on the other side of the universe right now, my brother, we still want to acknowledge you and give you your roses for your contribution and what you've done. Um, to be the first, the first of especially at that time. Where it was not safe. I, yeah, I can't even imagine cool. that. I can't fathom that. I don't want to. Nope. Um, but I'm nonetheless, I'm glad you were able to. Um, and then look at where we are today. Listen, I'm glad that you brought that up, man. I just want to say, um, earlier you mentioned Earl didn't even know he got drafted. Yes, right? that's that's crazy. So <laughs> that lets you know sometimes you could put the workout, you know what I'm saying? You put the workout in the universe, you do, you know, you do your due diligence, mm -hmm. you do the right thing, somebody will see you. Yes, sir. Everybody somebody's watching. So just stay on your path, do what you gotta do. Stay on your grind, y'all. You never know, you might get that call one day. You know, that somebody says, yo, I seen that you did X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Yo, I would like to, you know, give you a situation mm -hmm. or open up a certain door, give you a platform. And, and what's dope to the two youngins we have in the studio right now, just remember that. Don't think whatever you're, you're doing out there on the court, you're working hard, whether it's on the court or off the court, don't think somebody's not watching. Somebody yep. can always be watching and be like, look, I see the work ethic you've done. Even though I know you may not be the best or you may not be the star, but I still see what you're capable of. I want to bring you on, too. So give your all no matter what it is. You don't always need the recognition for what you're doing. Doesn't mean they're not watching and paying attention. Facts. Um, so, Mr. Earl Lloyd, shout out to you, sir. We yes. commend you. We give you your roses. Thank you, my good man. Yeah, and that um, that wraps up our giving roses. This I week, love man. it right there. That was fire. Word. So, um, in just a little bit, we yes. got our first special guest. Uh, he, will he will be tapping in over the phone with us. We're going to chop it up with the homie, Cali RP. Big Mexico. Okay. You know um, it. Internationally known. He out there doing his thing. Putting up numbers. Getting his numbers up there. We're going to chop it up with him in a bit. But what we're going to do, we're going to jump into a quick music break. Yes. Um, And then when we come back, man, we're going to chop it up with the homies. See what's on his mind. You know it. He got a book out and everything, man. You already know. Word. So, it's DJ B Dollar. The one and only Model Citizen J. And you're locked into Respect the Journey. We'll be back right after this, y'all. <laughs> You're now tuned in to 105 Live. Hip hop and RB lives right, 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 right here. From the heart of New York to the streets of the borough, it's Respect the Journey. With DJ B Dollar and Model Citizen J on 105.1 Live. 105.1 Live, it's your boy DJ B Dollar. And the one and only Model Citizen J. I hope y'all enjoyed that little that little musical interlude, the little break we had. Shout Word. out to, the, to Fat Boy SSE. You know, um, two-step little boogie. Got that music popping in the streets right now. 
Um, that's a big homie. So shout out to him for that. But without further ado, you know, on the line right now we got the homie Cali RP, Big Mexico. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> What's going on, my brother? Man, we chilling, man. Thank you for joining us on the show, man. All right, we appreciate you, Yo, brother. Man, thank you for having me, man. I always love doing these interviews, man. You know, just talking about the hard work, and I respect what you guys are doing. I respect the journey. You already know what it is, man. Right, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. That. I know you was he- you was heavy out there on the promo, letting the people know you was going to be on the show. So just as just as much as you know as you appreciate being here with us, we definitely appreciate the energy you put behind. Um, letting people know you was coming up to here as we're still growing ourselves. Um, and we know you out, you've been out here moving. So if you bringing us some energy, listen, we love it. Listen, <laughs> shaking and baking, internationally known. You know what I'm saying? Traveling the I'm, globe. Yeah, man. You know, I put in work, man. You see what I'm saying? And I go way back with Jay anyways, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. This, 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 this Brody right here, man. This one a little bit personal right there. I remember when my brother first picked up the pen mm-hmm. and was like, yo, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And now to see where he started to where he's at now, I'm like, yo, spread your wings and fly, That's King. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so, so I mean, like like we do on the show, man. You know, you know, we like to, we we see other you know shows that go on. You got guests that come on, and you know, we pride ourselves on allowing the guests to come out here and really tell their tell their story. Like we can ask yes. you a million questions all day, um, but sometimes we don't really get to the juice and the fabric and what you really want the people to know. Um, so I'm excited to hear the fact that, you know, you, you and Jay had that relationship already. So he's already known the path you've taken, the course you've taken, you know, you know what the journey has been so far. Um, so speak to the people for those that may not know about you, who is Cali RP and and what's the makeup about you, brother? I, yo, basically I was born in Mexico, raised in Flesh and Queens, you know what I mean? Shout out. Cali RP. Now, Mikali RP is my rap name. It's the acronym for Conquer All Living Intelligently Rapid Poetry. Hit him with that one more time. One more again, son. Cali RP is an acronym for Cali, um, Conquer All Living Intelligently Rapid Poetry. Mm, That's no. what my name Cali RP is. People be like, why Cali? You from New York? <laughs> I, 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 first of all, I'm from Mexico. You know, so that's, 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 that's A. You feel what I'm saying? And California was part of Mexico at the time. Anyways, if you want to be real, frank about it. Talk mm, that talk. You know what I mean? I used to be, I, so I used to rap fast when I was young. And I was like, you know, I'm like a calico. Calico got 100 shots of a rap. Mm. But then, you know, as, as I was getting older, another rapper came out with the same name. And people in the hood, like the rapper that my fans, they used to call me Cali. So I just ran with it and put the RP behind it and gave it the acronym to, to, to make it stand for something that I that I believe in and mm. that, I, that I believe I'm, I'm, I'm about. You feel what I'm saying? So ah. that's the name right there. Love it, love it. You know what I mean? That's the name. And um, as far as my music grows, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I, I, I love the hip hop culture for one reason. Well, uh, many reasons. One, because... It actually made uh, help me talk, uh, speak English without without an accent of a foreigner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I get when I came to this country, I was like three, four years old. My cousin was already here, and he used to put it in the box on the cable box. You know, time one cable and shit. <laughs> yeah. He used to put the music box, and you know, my Spanish speaking ass didn't know how to speak English, <laughs> so you know, he used to put that shit for like two, three hours, and I and I was just like infatuated with the style and the attitude and. And I, I see it every day. So then, as I develop my speech, I develop not having that 
you know, that foreigner's accent that people have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so I was talking to a local. I talked like a local. So that's why a lot of people didn't uh, never thought. I would never thought that I I was born in Mexico. They always thought I was born here. I'm being so real with you. I just learned that right now myself. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? So I, I got to say hip-hop for that because, that, you know, living in a society and living in New York, you get made fun of a lot, you know, especially mm-hmm. back in the day and shit. So you know, I'm building confidence to be able to speak and be social with people was a big thing. You know what I'm saying? So that I got to give to the hip-hop culture besides my parents in school. You feel what I'm okay. saying? They definitely gave me style and a little swag and shit. So, which up. made me what I am today. And, you know, making music is just therapeutic, bro. Like, you know, uh, a lot of people go, oh, <clears throat> a lot of people pay a lot of money to, for therapists and shit. I just... I just pay studio time and just talk to the mic. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fine. respect. <laughs> respect. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do, my nigga. Real talk. That's why people feel my shit, because my shit be real from the heart. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, my shit be from the court. I saw my nigga, so, you know, I go off. But, yo, I want to say, I want to tell a story that I don't want to tell Jay for a long time, but I never got to tell him. Yo, this, this the platform. This the time for it. Go so ahead, my man, brother. Jay, Jay, Jay used to come around and be like, be like, yo, I like your shit. Yo, this shit is dope. Whatever, I be playing boards and shit. And this is the stages that I see in Jay, because I don't see, I ain't see Jay as often as I see other people, but every time I see him, he always gave me love. So, you know, there'll be periods of times when I wouldn't see him. But there was a period where I stopped seeing homie. And he had a baby, right? Yeah, I had a baby. So then, um, when I see them again, he was like, "Yo, I like your shit. I just had a kid. I be bumping your shit." I said, "Cool." Then I see them like a, a couple of like maybe like a couple of years later, and he was like, "Yo, bro, I like your shit, but you know what? I be riding in the car with my son, and you be too too hard. I can't listen mm. to only album. You know what I'm saying? Like if you could do something with like less curses or less less harder." I'll be bumping this shit all day. And you know what that told me? Like, that was like a point in my life was like, yo, my, my nigga, your fans are growing up. Your people just growing up. Your music gotta grow up with them. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna tone it down and commercialize my music more too because. I see that my people just having kids and shit. And not everybody want, want to be bubbling my shit and then their kid is repeating my lyrics at school or with their with mom and giving them drama and shit. Like, what you got my son listening to and shit like that? You know what So I'm just like, yo, I should tune it down. So that that aspect, that he made me realize and he made me want to commercialize my music a little more just so I could feed a different kind of demographic of fans because I, I still got hard shit in my in my, in my album mm. but I also made more commercial shit so it can be playable in the car when you riding with the family mm. that's, that's dope that's man. what's up too so and what, I always wanted to say that was because it's Jay. Jay Jay just like blew my mind when he told <laughs> me that so ever since that that's how I just been like moving and shit like that you dig what I'm saying like I try not to say a lot of curses but I still talk my shit, you know, but I just tone it down in a better way. <laughs> yeah, as you should, man. Always remain you. But I appreciate the fact that, you know, you, you give me that uh that credit for helping you expand and grow. But honestly, knowing who you are and how you move, I think you would have came to that conclusion anyway for your girlfriend's own personal development, man. Because you, you were a student of the game, man. You would have learned that on your own, I family. Mean, but you right. I, I probably would have. But, you know, it came, it came through you. It came through you, though. I respect that. I learned that. that lesson through you. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's always, like, I always give you love because you always shout me out. You always gave me love every time I see you and shit. So, 
And the fact that you're doing a podcast and shit, I was like, oh shit. Like, I'm definitely down to be on this just because, you know, like, even though, whether whether you know it or not, you still you have a part of my career that made me transition. Like, I will always remember that conversation I had with you. Damn, you bro. I, I truly appreciate that because <laughs> I'm sitting here looking from the sidelines like, yo, look at my brother over in Colombia. Look at my brother in, in Mexico. Look at my brother over here making moves. Look at my brother doing this track. I'm like, yo, he's doing mad things. And then the last conversation we had, you had mentioned to me that you wrote a book. So come oh, on, my yeah. brother, talk about all that right, one, man. All right, so, all right, so let, me, let me tell you a little bit more of my origin, right? For me to tell you why I wrote the book, I, you got along why I started rapping. I started rapping because, you know, I love the hip-hop culture and everything, and I felt in love with, like, writing and shit. You feel what I'm saying? So once I seen, like, Jay-Z and Tupac expand from just being a rapper to a businessman, and they sell a Rockaway and Tupac going... Tupac is doing movies and you got 50 with G-Unit women. I mean, G-Unit um, uh, movies and books and shit like that. Like, I noticed that as a rapper, you could grow, you could use your platform and your passion to grow different avenue streams of revenue and become a successful businessman, not just being a rapper. I was like, yo, I want to do that. But the person that made it like, uh, that made me really go, go and tell her like, this is what I'm doing, fuck it was Big Pun, because when Big Pun went platinum, he opened up the floodgates for us to be able to be accepted into the game. And he made it a possibility for Spanish people like me to, to you know, to, 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 to actually make it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So once, once I seen all that put together, that made me go harder, because I know that there was more things that I wanted to do. To me, that was the American dream, being a businessman and owning my own shit and working for myself. You get mm. what I'm saying? So... On that note, I'm here today, and now you know I do music and shit. Now I want to have a different. I want. I want to bring. Uh, I want to have a different. You know, um, avenue, um, uh, revenue stream and shit. So I was chilling at the crib, and I'm like, yo, all of my people, like, like another thing, like all of my people just having kids and shit. So I'm gonna have a two, three. I'm like, you know what? Let me write a book. I said I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write a children's book. Cause I could write. You dig what I'm saying? I'm a rapper, man. You feel what I'm saying? So I could write. <laughs> So I'm just like, I'm going to write a children's book, yo, and I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to bring, because, you know, I'm going to bring, I know how important it is to spend time with your kids, man, because, you know, my pop was around and my mom had to work um, long hours and shit just to make sure that we was good, you know what I'm saying? And um, when my sister had her kids, I have to raise her kids, you know, and I gave them the father figure. Maybe I'm not their father, but I gave them the father figure that they might not have had at a point. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because mm. I know what I was missing. And I know that one of the best times we had was when I read books to them. And we would make funny, funny, funny um, voices and fucking... And I learned some shit, too, that I probably forgot. Or we learned something. Because, you know, books, books uh, tend to teach you things. All the time. Yeah, so I decided to write a book, man, and then boom, I'm like, I'm gonna teach him the ABCs, it's gonna rhyme, but I'm, 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 I'm also teaching something about the animal. So, boom, I came up, Alley and the Alligator, it was just boom, you know, it was just like writing a song, bro. You know what I mean? I was just, I got it together, and then, um, and, and I got, I had met these dudes from the West Coast called De California, right? And, um, they have, they have a lot of fans. They're actually doing real good. They're actually, I'm going to go on tour with them in the East Coast in two weeks, man. They got they got nice. a couple of... Okay. We got like three or four, we got three or four shows lined up out here when they come out here. And I'm going to shoot a video with them in the Bronx, too. So, we, them brothers is definitely moving. God bless to them. But anyways, one of their fans is for France. 
and she had designed an art, co- uh, art cover for them. I mean, uh, 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 album cover for them. And um, and I think she hit me up or she tagged me on a post that she posted with the album cover and my and my verse playing on one of the songs of the album. And then I found out she was the one that did the cover, so I put work. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna use the pieces on my chessboard. And I'm like, yo, you know what? I like your style. It's kind of like wicked, yo. You want? Um, I'm writing a chisel book. I need, I need an illustrator. And she was like, yeah, I'm down. Mind you, she all the way from France, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? I, yo, she gave me the first rough draft of my character. I told her exactly how I wanted my character, and it was a go from there, my nigga. It was almost like godsend type type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So now everything is put together. Um, I already sent it to the team. They got to just format everything, and it should be out by July, bro. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to It's a country for France, been my illustrator, bro. Like, I, you know, I've been working this shit, bro, and I just I just feel like I also want to bring something to my... Like, you know, you want to leave things behind in the world, like things that you've done, you feel what I'm saying? And I think I don't want everybody... When they listen to my music, my music is more, I don't want to say negative, but it's more like, um, it's more harder than it is like commercial. So I kind of wanted to show that other side of me too, that I could, you know, I'm also a family man too. And I want to just do something behind so that um, people can just have a tool to spend quality time and put the phones down and TV, TV off and they can just chill on that with their children and shit. You know what I'm I saying? I respect that. Spend some quality time with the family, read a book, learn something, grow and develop, man. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. I mean, I think that's the most important, man. That's the only way we're going to thrive as people in the future, bro, because the way we're going right now, shit is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. fucked <laughs> up. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Aztecs and their ancestors, man, for real. That's fact. Because, you know, back in the day, they started putting the ball through the hoops and shit, even though it was horizontal. But you know how that shit go, man. But but sure, man, um, my album out right now, Latino with the Aztecs Volume 2, I put that shit out myself, too, man. Mm. You know what I mean? I used to have a team with me, uh, bro, with the team, and Jano, Jano, the team, and shit like that. Everything was good, too, my nigga. Just that, uh, you know, I guess I grew the label. The label wanted to do their own things, and... Mm. Well, I, things that, that I wanted to do, you feel what I'm saying? Look, look, don't actually don't even touch on that yet, cause we actually we going we gonna get into that in a minute. What we gonna do real quick? Uh, we gonna jump into a quick music break. We are gonna drop two of your tracks right now. Yes, um, sir. When we come back from that, we are gonna speak a little bit to the tracks that we chose. Uh, but then I want you to get into that right now, cause cause I wanna I wanna hear about that. All right, all right, all right. So you already know we got Cali RP on the line right now with big us. Mexico speaking to the big homie. Uh, we gonna jump into two of his tracks right now. First one we gonna drop is called Van Moose. Um, and then following that you gonna hear Gut Feeling. 
and then we're going to touch on um, both those songs just to kind of find out what was the inner workings behind those songs and the meanings to them with that and then we're going to get into what he was about to get into because it sound like it sound about to get look, spicy look, it sound like it sound said, like people wasn't moving the right said, way out here he said the label was going left I'm trying to go right you know <laughs> what I'm saying they doing them I had to do me <laughs> so we're going we gonna to have them hang on the line with us we're going to get into that after these tracks it's your boy DJ B Dollar the one and only model citizen J and you already know it's respect the journey you heard we out here you're now tuned in to 105 live hip-hop and r&b lives right 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 here Watching them pass by Had me stuck in a bad vibe But as I flow on Why my body feels so numb Life threw me a curveball But I made it a home run I ain't stopping for no one Homie, that be the truth I'm Bay Roof in the booth Have you ever committed sins You can't undo Made it hard to breathe Like someone hung you Type of shit to make your shadow Wanna run from you My flow's pain run deeper Than any drug tunnel I'm trying to find a better way but the streets keep pulling me in Man, I'm trying to get away Cause I do a hundred on the highway I'm trying to find a better way But the streets keep pulling me in Man, I'm trying to get away Cause I do a hundred on the highway My God, don't ever lie. 
listen to it, they got me right through it, I made it past 25 Money don't fold, man, I stick to a code and don't fuck with the other side Shorty approach, she think I don't know, she hoeing and telling lies I could just feel the vibes, my gut don't ever lie I listen to it, they got me right through it, I made it past 25 Money don't fold, man, I stick to a code and don't fuck with the other side Shorty approach, she think I don't know, she hoeing and telling lies I could just feel the vibes Solar, cola, like the chain that you rock with a roller. You an ounce, I'm a brick of the Yola. Tell them chill, we gon' turn to a donor. Double up for the love of the cash. Hit me up if you hate being sober. We was outside with a mask, way before we got hit with Corona. Shit, it get critical, way beyond lyrical. If I ain't recording and playing with syllables, then I'm outside getting mine with the criminals. Me being broke, that's considered a miracle. Here we go, Nazi in Mexico, where life is harder than kicking up yayo or leaky though. Me, he throw my flow magnifico. Your flow is waka la mata la placa ta placa. Ta. Shorty back up, then it's tapala. Way up to work and empacala. Then hit the block, he atacala. My life for moving and saca la camera. Go for it, telling me now, yo. La calle no es tu amigo. Still getting work in the drought, ho. His mommy some all of my vivo. Father don't ever lie. I listen to it, it's how I got through it. I made it past 25. Money don't fold, I stick to a code. Don't fuck with the other side. Shorty a poet, she think I don't know that she home when I tell her lies. I could just feel the vibe. Father don't ever lie. I listen to it, it's how I got through it, and made it past 25. Money don't fold, I stick to a code, don't fuck with the other side. Shorty a poet, she think I don't know that she home when they're telling lies. How could just feel the vibe? Hop in the bends and them corners, nigga, I own it. Don't try to front cause I'm sewing. You know the motion, hollow points leaving you soaking. Nigga, that's just how I'm on it. Counting them hundreds on hundreds, shorty, she want it. Told her it don't come for nothing. Hating ass niggas be stunting, like really? Really, they really be bluffing. From all the Maddie spray, iced out and I got me the baddest bay. All my stones real straight from the factory. Probably the reason right now why they mad at me. I hold my own pole. They know, and if they don't know, then they gon' find out. Snatch one of you niggas real quick and put you in the trunk on timeout. Like, don't you press your luck with me, cause it could get real ugly. I know hustlers that move them keys, and at the very least, they'll bust for me. Bad bitch want company, she want come for me, she don't charge a fee. Suck me off so lovely, she got the fattest ass and her throat is deep My gut don't ever lie, I listen to it, they got me right through it, I made it past 25 Money don't fold, man, I stick to a code and don't fuck with the other side Shorty approach, she think I don't know, she hoeing and telling lies I could just feel the vibes My gut don't ever lie, I listen to it, it's how I got through it, I made it past 25 Money don't fold, I stick to a code, don't fuck with the other side Shorty a poet, she think I don't know that she home when they're telling lies. How could just feel the vibe? You, 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 you're now tuned in to 105 Live. Hip hop and RB lives right, 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 right here. From the heart of New York to the streets of the borough, it's Respect the Journey with DJ B. Dollar and Model Citizen J on 105.1 Live. Journey fan was cracking, never lagging. We in the streets making it happen. But of course. You already know how this go. It's Respect the Journey in the building. DJ B. Dollar here. Model Citizen J. 
And on the line, we rocking with the homie Cali RP. Big Mexico. Let, let, letting us know what's going on on his side of town, what's going on in his yeah. life, music career, and everything. So uh, we just dropped two tracks, Vamoose and Gut Feeling. Um, we're going to let you speak to a little bit about what those two tracks meant to you. Um, you know what was the inspiration behind those? Cause I I felt a lot of a lot of a lot of personal yeah personal feelings we had to get out in those tracks, especially you know that's the feeling I got from the from the name of the two tracks that you got there, and it it was it felt real authentic to me. I I heard it in the voice and in the flow and how you came across, but um just speak to a little bit about the creative side of it, how you came about that, you know, and what was the meaning of those two tracks? I um. Van Moose was produced by a dope-ass producer called uh, DJ Days, man. Shout out to DJ Days. Um, yo, that shit came up. Yo, let me tell you, I have worked the hook, right? And um, it was something basic. It was like, it was, it, I don't think I didn't think I was, it was going to be what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? So when I recorded this shit and my man put the little auto-tune behind it, like, it made the track so much bigger. And the track Van Moose is really about, like, like you stuck in you stuck in this maze, man. Like you trying to find a way out, but you but you gotta you know you still gotta grind and you still gotta hustle and get yours, my nigga. The more the harder you try to find a way, the harder they wanna pull you back. And I'm talking about the streets, and you could even relate that to addiction. You could relate that to hustling. You could relate that to gangbanging. You feel what I'm saying? Like you try to do better, but sometimes this is the only thing you know how to do, or maybe this is the only thing that um um. That brings you enough revenue for you to be paying your bills and shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, when we were younger, we wasn't good at school and shit. So by the time, so by the time we older and shit, like you know, for us to find jobs without the proper education, like the money's not like you know, to live to live to live in New York, the cost is real high. You feel what I'm saying? You gotta have, to have two jobs or in the side for you to maintain. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the truth, but you know, the Vamos is a very personal feeling, man. I just wanted to open my heart and talk about, you know, all my pain, bro. Basically, my struggles, my like. I know I'm a sinner, but I wanna, you know, sometimes, you know, I want, I wanna, I wanna say, I'm, forgive me for that. But you feel what, what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. Mm. And then my father had died around that time too, mm. man. When uh, when I wrote that song. Listen, so sleep in, I sleep I in peace, King. At the end of my first verse, I say some shit about, um, you know, um, I, I say, um, um, a message piece to my pops until we meet again and shit like that. You feel what I'm saying? Because I know that, um, I, um, I've never wrote a song to my dad about that shit, but I know that, uh, I know he listening to this shit, so I kind of wanted to put it in me. I thought that was a good, that was a good record for him to be honored by. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like so that. that. That was that moose and um Gus Finner, man. I was with my man King David. And um my man he lived, he lived over there in Jamaica and shit and we were just vibing out and I had the beat already and we you know we, we niggas from the streets so we were just you know we we, we, we ciphered on the hook. We, mm. we both came up with the hook and then I gave it that I gave it that bounce that you know that, that we're rapping with now. Cause if you listen to bad moves, bad moves is maybe like two thousand ish. You did what I'm saying with yeah, the Yeah, okay. Quick to pick up the quick flow on that one. Right, but with a little new school because the hook is kind of singing like what we're doing right now. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? But gut feeling is more like the times now. I got the bounce and all that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So so I like to give my, my, my fans and my listeners 
a little bit of both, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm, I was caught in both of the errors. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's respect, man. So you just paying homage, paying homage to what you know, man. Right, and then I'm showing the young boys and the new boys that I can still do it better. <laughs> <laughs> talk that talk, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, talk that talk. talk. So I know you was you touching on it a little bit before we went to the break. So um, that was going to be my next question. Um, you know, when you're entering, the, when, you, when you're coming into the music game, you make that tough decision whether you feel you need to seek out help you know, from a big machine that's already got the notoriety and the publicity and you're like, look, I need that kind of name behind me to really push. Or do you feel confident in enough that you can be on the independent side and really handle everything yourself? Because, you know, you've built your fan base, you've built that authenticity of the people that follow you. Um, and that's enough to push you to where you need to go. And you really just take control of everything. So I know you were speaking a little bit about the first situation you was a part of and that didn't really work through. So can you speak to a little bit about that? And a little bit about what you learned from that first scenario that ultimately got you to where you at right now. For sure. First, I want to shout out to Broadway Entertainment because, yeah, I have my ups and downs with them, but I've learned a lot with them. You know what I mean? So I, before I, I say anything else, I just want to give them a shout out to respect. All right. But uh, that's one. You know what I mean? Two, you know, at first it was good, bro. You know what I mean? Everything was dope. We were just doing everything. Everything was, you know brand new to me too and you know i was actually following the old dog p which he was the the owner of the label mm. i was following his steps and making sure that i kind of um i, I was I, I was working up to his expectations you know what i'm saying um as we go on or as we go along him being an independent label um he didn't know a lot of things about the game and he didn't know how to do a lot of things and we, we hit a lot of bumps in the road. And um, there's a lot of things that we had to learn and do ourselves. Like, for instance, me, I you know, I think a label supposed to help you do this shit, but um, I'm not too sure. But I know that I went on and I got myself my own um, my own uh, writer's ID. Like, I went on the ASCAP. I did my own shit. You dig what I'm saying? I, I, I ended up getting the man a manager outside of um, Broadway while I was signed to Broadway. And through him is how I was able to get on iTunes and Pandora Radio for the first time. And then it was just a lot of shit that I had to do. I had to find myself for me. To, and but I was make but I was making it seem like Broadway was giving me all of this. You understand what I'm saying? I was making it seem like yeah, I'm doing you know Broadway got me like this. But it was really a lot of my footwork mm -hmm. doing it on my own, bringing it to the table. But I always like make it seem like I always was on some like. Yeah, my team did this. My team did this because I wanted to. Well, I always wanted a team. You so I'm not team work, make them dream work. So you know, I was sacrificing a lot of shit for us to make shit happen. Fast forward, right? Let's fast forward to to stuff. You know, all had a situation with the Coke Boys and shit. We I had a song called Nice in It, and um, um, at the time we have we got French Montana on the song. We had got French on the song. And um, we um, we recorded the song and shit, whatever. He was when we recorded the song, he wasn't signed to Bad Boy or MMG yet. Mm. But and he was telling, oh wait, wait till I get signed, and then you can put it out, whatever, whatever is gonna be better for you. Mind you, this is us not knowing the game. So we did. He got signed. We put it out, but we couldn't use his verse because in order for us to clear his mm -hmm. verse, we gotta pay Diddy ten thousand dollars. So if we would have put it out before he got signed, we would have been good. But we waited like he told us to wait, and we got dicked over like that. Mm. 
Because what it sounded like to me is the situation was already brewing, yeah. and he knew that, and that's why he told y'all to hold up. Because he wanted right. that extra, he mm. wanted that extra right. check right mm. there. Yeah, he's exactly. Mm. Now, fast forward again. So we, so when that happened, we kind of we couldn't really push the record. Uh, years later, um, um, oh, he wanted to remix the record and put it back out and said, "Fuck it, we're not gonna get no money off of it, but let's at least try to get it on the radio or whatever, whatever." And we had he had gotten Troy Ave on the song mm. to remix it. So it was Troy Ave, French, uh, me, and O. No, it was uh, me and O. So we had to write new verses and do all that, right? Because we remixed the record. So I had went to, uh, mind you, I didn't know Troy Ave was on it. The only way I knew Troy Ave was on it was when I went to go do my show in Columbia. And we was on stage. And he told me, and he, yeah, he, you know, he let me know on stage or whatever. So I was like, oh shit, so that was a surprise to me. So mind you, I got I got booked to Columbia and it wasn't on the Broadway, it was under my management, my management company called La Conecta. Mm-hmm. My manager was putting a lot of work for me. He's the one that got me on the newspaper. He got me on Pandora, iTunes. You get what I'm saying? That nigga got me my show in Mexico and in Colombia. Okay. That none of none of that was growing. Hmm. None of that was growing. You know the whole time. On the, as a fan on the outside looking in, you know, knowing the genesis of how Broadway came up and how you guys started with them, I honestly thought that was all all Broadway, like you and Broadway were doing that. I saw, nah, I used to see I the was, tags of uh, you and your manager's label, La Connecta, and I was like, okay, that must be an extension of Broadway. Mm. I didn't know that was two totally separate entities right there. Nah, man, I, but, but don't get me wrong, Broadway has brought you to the table, like the right. preachable flags that we had. I had opened up for Waka Flocka and Wiz Khalifa in Miami. Uh, I did that shit. I did. I've, I've, I've done a lot with Broadway. You know what I'm saying? We've okay. Done incredible videos. We went to Miami. We, we've done dope shit. You know what I mean, I've done dope shit with Broadway. Like, don't get it twisted either. But I put a little lot of footwork, bro. I didn't. I was the one looking for beats. I wrote. I wrote all my songs. You know what I'm saying? I had. I had. I had worked on a website. I was doing mad shit, my nigga. That. I was doing more than the artist, and I was and I was signed. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I should have had like a piece of the company, not just the artist company. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, and there was, and you know what? I also noticed that every time I dropped my solo mixtape, my you know my Broadway people wasn't really behind me like that. They wasn't really supporting me like you know, uh, what you call it, um, uh, promoting my shit. Like y'all promoting when it would be like a Broadway mixtape where everybody's on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I noticed that. And I was like, yo, why people like that with me? Because I'm like, you know what, whatever. Like, so then I kept doing like the, the compilation shit with people. I used to rap with my nigga Victor. He stopped rapping. You know what I'm saying? He used to rap in Spanish. And he stopped doing it because he just didn't want to pursue it no more. He had other goals. He had a baby. You know, whatever, whatever. So, you know, at the end of the day, but I remember I had a conversation with him, you know, like um, with my performance. When I was younger, I was, you know, I, my performance wasn't good. I, I was very shy and shit. And one day when what took me out of that stage was one day he told me, I don't know if he was drunk or who was arguing, but he was like, yo, you can't perform without me. You need me on stage. You won't do good by yourself. And that kind of set fire to me and be like, damn, what? Because you never want to feel like that. You yeah. never want to feel like you need somebody to, to do something. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yep. So at the end of the day, you know, that set fire on me and I did my own. But then that also taught me like, why my own niggas talking to me like this? Like, why, 
Like, I, like, like, where's the animosity coming from? So that's when, like, that's the beginning when I started seeing, like, how either, I don't know if niggas was hating on me or whatever, my nigga, you feel what I'm saying? But uh, that's the beginning when I started seeing funny shit within my own label, you know what I'm saying? And then, all right, boom, well, my bad about the, the Troy Ass situation, I, I, I kind of bit off from that. So he told me in Columbia we was on, I, I, um, we was gonna drop the new single with Troy Ass. I come back to the States, two weeks later, he tells me, yo, Cali, um, I, I took you off the I, I took you off the single. It was just gonna be me, Troy Ave and French. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, you know how hard I work for me to have that single, my nigga? Like, how are you gonna work that single? You don't even rap like that. Mm. Like you don't even have time to go to the radio station or to get interviews or to do all the shows, bro. You don't even have enough in your catalog to have an album, my nigga, like for you to promote with that. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, but people say, because, you know, they see me a lot with Fresh Montana, that, you know, people going to support him more because they don't really know you. You don't wow. be around. I'm like, yo, I don't be around Fresh and them. That's your fault because you don't bring me up. Mm. But you out there, you out there doing your thing. He, he was like, yeah, but, you know, sometimes I don't got enough money for you to come. I'm like, you right. Because at the time, you know, I wasn't making the paper that I'm making now. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And that's what, and that's why I stood with Broadway because Broadway was, was, was financing my... Not my studio time. They were firing some my videos and my trips and shit. Now okay. he'll do that shit. He'll definitely do that shit and make this look crazy in the, in the club with the bottle service and all that. Mm. But um, but like I said, like I said, there was good things and bad things, bro. But when he took me off the record, my nigga, like, and mind you, that's my record. You feel what I'm saying? Like he took me off of my shit. So I was like, yo, that's crazy. So when he did that shit, my nigga, like. I like the control. Like he, he actually, he, he, should, he, he let his, he let his nuts hang, and he was like, it was my label. I can do what the fuck I want. And, and when, you know, when that happened, it was like, nah, my nigga, I work too hard for this shit. You know, like, too hard for me not to be on that single. So, anyways, he listened to other people. He put out the single, and he didn't do nothing with it. He didn't do nothing with the shit, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? He didn't do nothing with it. He didn't move it the way he was supposed to move it. Nothing. When that shit happened, bro, when that shit happened, I was like, you know what, sir? I got to do my own shit, man. It's too much shit going on. You feel And then even the videos that we would shoot, I, I started seeing that most of the videos I was shooting was this videos that I got with O. It was the videos that I got by myself. Mm, got you. And, and some of these songs I didn't even want to put, I don't even think they were better than the ones that I had by myself. <laughs> Mm. But then I started seeing that he just kind of, he, he was investing in me again, but he was investing in himself and the label too. So it almost felt like he wouldn't invest in me unless he was part of me, like all up in it. You feel what I'm saying? And even when we had, even when we had um, an argument, she was like, yo, I want you to shout out Broadway. I want you to, I want to, I want to make my own Broadway YouTube, not a Cali RP YouTube. But mind you. They know me as Cali RP, so they're gonna look for Cali RP, not Broadway or YouTube. You feel what I'm saying? So it was a lot of fucked up, like a lot of fucked up shit happened. So we first had, so I first had a channel on on Broadway, but then when I left Broadway, I had to do my own shit. That's what my, you know what I mean? Anyway, that's what my views was in, cause I had to build the Broadway YouTube. Now I had to, now I got to build my own shit all over. You feel what I'm saying? When I left the label, I had left the Colorado. I came back. I came back a year later because I had caught a case in Colorado and I couldn't come back until I 
beat the case. I beat the case and I came back. When I came back, um, they had um, I had brought a, I had brought a young rapper named Demo to the to the label before I left. So they were working on him. <clears throat> he was doing good, mind you. I used to help this kid. I used to put that nigga on on my shows, on my interviews, everything, right? I used to promote him, you know? Now, I brought him to the label. When I came back, bro, and I, and I started shooting my videos to get back in the scene, yo, that nigga ain't showing me no love. That nigga ain't posting none of my videos on his, on his gram, nothing. And mind you, he was getting weight. He was chilling with rappers like 600 Breezy, trying to magging all these niggas, and he wasn't showing me no love, my nigga, you right? And that shit hurt me, nigga, because I'm a nigga, you know, nigga, I brought you around, nigga. You was, you was on our way, my nigga. Now that I came back and tried to get get into a situation, like, you, 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 you just dubbing me? And mind you, this is my little nigga, like, this is my, I had to call a lick with this nigga, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, you know what, fuck it, yo, it's cool. It's cool, like, and I just see how, how every time niggas don't, don't support, my own niggas don't support me, bro. Like, mm. I'm like, nah, so they, they not my niggas, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They not my niggas. So I'm yeah. like, yo, fuck it. So I just, um, I, 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 I split my ways with O, because me and him had a discussion about a situation. And uh, I, I'm like, yo, this shit ain't gonna work, my nigga. I, I try to do this shit again, and it's not working, because then my nigga Demo, he fell off. He started taking drugs and shit. He started mm. doing them perks, so then he just fell off. That's it. He was, he was farming. And that that the perk just fucked my man up, but he and you know, once you start doing drugs and you start not 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 putting in work, shit is not gonna work for you. Yeah, that you is true. Saying? It's all about and that work ethic. And that's karma, nigga. God don't like ugly, my nigga. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? God Damn, don't sure like don't. ugly. That's why I, I think God don't fuck with none of that shit, bro. Like, must I see how that shit was doing? And mind you, he was already in the mix, my nigga. Okay. He was already in the mix, and he had it too. He had the look and all that. Well, all these young boys and shit, he could have done something. But Karma don't like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, don't like ugly. that like, energy you crazy. put out there is going to come back to you tenfold. So, um, right. so as far as your um your label situation now, who, who are you with right now? Bro, I'm by myself, man. Mind you, I learned a lot of shit doing mm. for Broadway that I did for Broadway. Like, fucking, bro, you know what's so crazy? Um, O, o had a control of... Uh, TuneCore is a, is a digital distribution. So when you put your music through TuneCore, they disperse it to, <coughs> to um, all the digital platforms, like Spotify, Tidal, um, iTunes, Apple Music. He had control of that. <coughs> so I never knew my numbers, and I never, I never knew my demographics until I started doing it myself. And now I'm able to um, target the people that actually listen to me from different countries and different states. Now, see, I was going to ask you about that, because um, I see, like you said, you um, heavy in New York, you know, came out to New York as a, uh, as a youngster, but I see a lot of your shows, like a lot of times I follow your page and stuff like that, you're in Colombia, you're, you're in Cali, you're in Mexico, how does that feel when you go out there and, like, what are the shows like when you go out there and perform, you know, because I see some of the shows that you do out there, your videos, and I'm like, yo, they rocking with him, like, he's a local artist from, like, he's from there and stuff. Yo. This, 
out here in the states, it's hard for you to get love, like and support, like like you deserve. You dig know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people want to be over you. They don't want you to shine more than them, whatever. I got booked for Columbia through my manager, right? Mm -hmm. So my, but I thought it was just I was getting thrown on the bill just so I could build my 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 uh, my presence and my fan base in Columbia. But the month heading towards the um the show, they were they were promoting my music in Columbia through videos and shit, and I didn't like I really didn't know I didn't know that I knew that, but I didn't know how much impact that was gonna have. So when I got to Columbia. We had to go on tour to the different stores that sold the tickets to the show so we could, you know, meet and greet people. That right. was part of the contract. I'm thinking I'm going to play wallpaper because I don't think niggas was going to know me like that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Bro, when I go to these stores, my nigga, I'm signing titties. I'm signing sneakers. <laughs> I'm signing Nigga, I'm getting people taking pictures of me. Bro, they're like, yo, I like this song, whatever. I was like, yo. I really felt what it was to be a star, my nigga. In, that, in a country that I've never been in, bro. I've never been there, bro. You don't know how good that felt, bro. That's I'm, dope. I'm trying to nigga, yo, son. It was so, and then and then the show had like about a thousand people. It wow. was in a warehouse, my nigga. In a warehouse, bro. And we had 25 minutes to that shit down, son. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that shit was awesome, my nigga. One of the best time. You know who was on tour with me? I don't know if you know him. Rock this monster from Rock this Sculptor. Of course. Mm -hmm. You was riding with him. We was in, we was all together in the hotel. Chilling, yo, it was a blast, bro. It was a blast, my nigga. I had the, like one of the best times of my life, nigga. There. And then again, I got booked for Mexico in La Conecta in the in the Blackberry Theater in Mexico, man. Mm. With, with with Chris Rivers, you know, big of punch. Course. Mm -hmm. With him, I had it with him and a, a whole bunch of other um, uh, local, uh, not local, but like famous uh, Mexican rappers. Nice. So, and and I knew some Mexican rappers that got clout in Mexico. That they wasn't there, they didn't get booked. But when I showed up to the show with them, everybody was on my dick after that. <laughs> so, I didn't know them. I didn't know them. I like, my man, he gonna perform a song with me. I want to ask, how does it feel when you go back home to Mexico, right? And you know, like, y'all left here when I was a little kid, you know, now I'm coming back home, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to give a performance, to show love, to, you know, to put my music out there. How does that make you feel knowing that, you know, even though you wasn't born, you know, even though you wasn't raised out there, this is where you was born, so now you get to come back home and, and showcase and... Do you have any family that still live out there in Mexico and have they yeah, been able bro, have they been able to come yeah. see you perform? I, nah, my family hasn't been able to come see me perform. Ah. Um, yeah, that shit is wild. But I only performed them one time though. Okay. I played a little I played uh, like with these niggas from um, California. Mm -hmm. They got they got a tour setting up in Mexico and they want me to they want me to um go with them. So open up for them. Basically I'm gonna open up for them. And nice. you know how that happened? Cause they they got booked, they got booked for Columbia, and I got booked for Columbia again through them. Mm -hmm. They were like, "Yo, you wanna come? You wanna come to Columbia with us? And then we're gonna perform and shit." And he was like, "And then we got a slot." And I was like, "We got a slot." Like, well, like you wanna open up for us type shit? I was like, "Fuck it." So I went to Columbia because of them the second time. The dudes from California. That's the way I said name. They got the skull face. They never seen me perform, my nigga. You heard? Nice. They never seen me perform. And I was mad, chill, laid back. Niggas gave me the mic, bro. I shook the whole shit up. Yo, the whole as you shit should. Up. 
nigga, and they were like, they were like, yo, you gotta open up for us. We should take this nigga on tour, and that's where we at now. Now they got a tour out here in the East Coast. I'm gonna open up, and and then when they go to Mexico, they told me to come to Mexico too. Yeah. So it's just like it's just been a blessing, my nigga. Cause I thought I was scared at first, not having a team and not knowing if I could do it by myself. And I know a lot of people was waiting to see me fail. Well, let them keep waiting, because it's not going to happen. <laughs> bro, and then look at where I'm at now. I'm about to drop a book. Um, you know what I mean? I went to Columbia already two times. I'm about to do these tours with my man and them. I'm over here in the podcast with Respect the Journey. Come you here, know baby. We, we, we working. Yo, we, we working. Not only that you're working, you're working and you're winning. See, some people be working and they still losing. You're working and you're winning, my brother. So that's what I it is you. right now. Um, but now we need to know We need to let the people know Where they can find you Where they can reach your music Where they can get that book from Where they can just follow you If they just want to pick up the whole vibe Because you're like You're internationally known man you, you know what I'm saying You're putting people on the game son So where, where can people reach you at Where can they find you my brother Yo, you, you can hit me over my Instagram At Big Mexico With a zero at the end Not an O So it's B-I-G-M-E-X-I-C zero On the, on the gram Um and basically, that's the best way to reach me, man. Cause my Facebook is like Cali RP Seven One Eight or some shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you can definitely hit me up on the IG for sure, for sure. Or you can email me at Cali RP Music if you got any bookings or business requirements or whatever. Um, hit me up on that. But my book should be coming out July because I'm just waiting for it to get um finished getting formatted because I had to send it to get um. A size and trim and all the whole bunch of shit that I didn't know how to do. But now I'm doing, I'm getting everything done now. So it should be out of Amazon July. Like I said, um, follow me on Instagram because I'm going to be posting updates about it. And the link is going to be on my bio as soon as it drops. If not, then just look for me on Facebook or whatever. And you can definitely find me there. And um, oh, you can find me on Twitter at Cali underscore RP. You can go to my uh, YouTube channel, Cali RP TV. You're definitely going to find all of my up, uh, updated music and videos over there, too. So make sure that you... Um, I'm supposed to perform on Saturday. Hopefully everything goes through. Make sure you come through to Williamsburg. I'm going to be there. And, um, you know what I mean? Next week is in two weeks. The tour is popping, so just... Make sure you tune in with me, baby. Yeah, see, yo, I, see, I see, I see. See, Jer- Jersey and Queens better get ready. I see the dates posted. Exactly. Yeah, nah, yeah, I got Jersey and Queens. We waiting for two more locations to lock in. If them shit's locked in, we out, baby. So you already know, man. That's what's up. And before before we get a body, I definitely, definitely got to give a huge shout out to your sister, yo. You know what I mean? Shout one out, the, Laura. Shout out to Laura, yo. <laughs> one of the coolest people on the face of the planet, yo. Like, for real, for real, that is sis to, like, flushing. Like, she's just cooler than a fan, yo. So I just want to give a sh- give her a shout out real fast. Make sure she yeah, get her roses wide. Sister, man. I love her, man. Thank you, sis. Word up. And I just want to say shout out to you for your commitment, your grind, your, your focus, your dedication. You know, like you said, it sounds like a few times throughout this story, throughout your journey, you could have said, you know what? I'm done. I'm gonna try something new. I'm gonna I'm venture off and do something else. But you knew what this is. This is what you wanted to do. You learned a lot through everything that you went through, and you applied knowledge. See, there's, there's one thing to get information, and there's another thing to, to have knowledge and apply it. Okay, you took information, transferred the knowledge, and applied it to your daily lifestyle. And I just want to say, yo, salute, because you are, you truly are an independent artist mm-hmm. out here shaking and baking, learning on the curve while you go, man. So. 
Yeah, I hear I respect the journey. We, we say thank you, you know, for coming up here, you know, for uh, calling in. And uh, we look forward to see what else you got going on, my brother. No, good looking, my little Jay. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Deep dollar. Salute. Yes, sir. You and me, you, my brother. God bless you. I hope I get to see y'all in the personal. We can kick and have a couple of drinks and shit in the future. Oh, uh, y'all should definitely come through one of my video shoots and die in town. Yes, sir. Um, so let me know. Yo, July 10th, I'm shooting a video with my California homies in the Bronx. We're going to have low riders and all that. If y'all in the city, let me know, man. Definitely, definitely. Know pull up. Definitely, yo. That's what's up. My brother, once again, it was a pleasure. I know you out here making moves, shaking and baking, so we not going to hold you up too much longer. But we definitely appreciate your time, effort, and energy, family. Yo, thank you, guys. Yo, God bless and stay, stay humble and be blessed, man. Yes, You're sir. Already. Peace, my brother. I'm going to highlight you later. Peace. Mm. So that was the homie Cali y'all pick. Dang, that was Look, heavy right I, there. I, I was about to say, it, it felt like uh, that, that was a lot he was waiting to get off his yeah. chest for a while. Yeah. Um, and we had the opportunity to, to, to give him that moment. Um, That's a blessing right Shout out to that. Like we said, yo. And, and one thing I respect about it as well is even though he had the ups and downs with that label that didn't work out, he didn't he didn't throw him under the bus. I didn't get a sense of that. It was more so just to express his side of the story and how he felt. But if you did notice, he still gave them a shout out because there were things that they still did align for him yes. that allowed him to be able to do some of the things he's doing now because he still collected. When we had that conversation about wherever you work at, you might not like it, but as long as you're still learning something at the end of the day. And you can apply it. That helped him in, in, on his journey that he's on now. So I'm glad it's, it's working out for the better for him and he's Word. in a better situation. Shout out um, to Broadway Entertainment. Shout out, shout out to them. Shout um, out to Vic, shout out to O, shout out to Lock Connector. Yes, y'all doing your thing, man. Um, yeah, man. So I know you got a lot of things coming up, man. Good luck with that. I know you're gonna kill it like you've been doing. Um, so salute to you, sir, and we definitely appreciate you know you chopping it up with us. Exactly. Oh, so what we're gonna do right now after all that, we're gonna unload a little bit. You, you know, know that you know there was do. a lot of that was a lot of heaviness to unload for him. So we gotta digest that information so right there. Y'all know what time it is right now. Like I said, if you're on the way home from work right now, you had a long day. Like I said, I'm just trying to get you geared up and ready for the weekend. So what we're gonna do right now, we're gonna jump into the DJB Dollar Mini Mix. And when we come back from that, we have our next guest in the studio. We're gonna chop it up with Mr. Maserati Majors. Yes, sir. Virginia born, but now claiming that state in North Carolina. Greensboro, hometown. So we're gonna we're gonna chop it up with him right at the end of the mix, y'all. Y'all sit back, kick your feet up, turn your speakers up, hit that record button. Ain't no sit back, relax. Look, Get up, look, party, whatever. dance. It's the summertime. <laughs> Get out there while I don't have fun. Whatever yo. the case is, y'all. Get ready. DJ B Dollar Mix going down right now. It's respect the journey.